Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Jay. The time is 3.47 a.m. It's 53 with fog. Monday, there will be scattered showers with a high of 63 and a low of 40. Heads up. Here's a reminder to charge your Samsung phone. Your battery's at 31%. Have a good one. Here's the latest news. From Reuters TV, U.S., at 10.50 a.m. last Friday. Your Reuters news update will begin after this message. This is Real Time Business. Here's Steve Beatty, EY's financial service cryptocurrency risk leader on the crypto market. EY has undertaken numerous surveys and found that the vast majority of individuals are looking for their firms to engage in some form with cryptocurrency. EY Financial Services can help you stay focused on the future of financial services, one that is stronger, fairer and more sustainable. For more insights, go to EY.com. And now, with round-the-clock updates from Reuters journalists, here are today's top stories. Musk completes his takeover of Twitter, proclaiming the bird is freed. Putin rails against the West. North Korea fires another two missiles off its east coast. After months of delays, Elon Musk has completed his $44 billion takeover of Twitter posting a celebratory tweet, the bird is freed. One of his first moves has been to sack a handful of top executives at the social media company. According to sources, those purged include the chief executive, Parag Agarwal, the chief financial officer, Ned Siegel, and the legal affairs and policy chief, Vijay Garde. Musk has previously accused them of misleading him about the number of fake accounts on the platform. Twitter's approximately 7,500 other employees may now be fretting about their future, as Musk has previously said he plans to cut jobs while building a so-called super app. Such an app would offer everything from money transfers to shopping and ride-hailing. In the immediate future, Musk has said he wants to get rid of spam bots on the platform, make the algorithms that determine how content is presented publicly available, and prevent the platform from becoming an echo chamber for hate and division. Even as he limits censorship, with speculation rife, he may now reverse a ban on Donald Trump. On Thursday, the world's richest man said that he did not buy Twitter to make more money, but, quote, to try to help humanity, whom I love. Everyone. During a three-and-a-half-hour Q&A session Thursday, Russian President Vladimir Putin showed no regrets over his war in Ukraine, insisting that the special military operation was achieving its goals and the West's dominance over world affairs was coming to an end. World domination is what the so-called West bet on in its game. But that game is, without doubt, a dangerous, bloody, and I would say filthy one. It's one that denies the sovereignty of countries and nations, their distinctiveness and uniqueness disregarding the interests of other states. Taking questions from audience members who lavished him with praise. You have a lot of supporters and a lot of lovers for, for Russia and merely for President Putin. Putin hardly mentioned Ukraine, instead railing against the West. The Russian president appeared confident and relaxed, a marked contrast from stiff, formal and uneasy 
public appearances early in the eight-month-old war that had drawn questions about his health. Putin said liberal Western leaders had undermined traditional values around the world and forecast an unpredictable and dangerous future. We are standing at a historical frontier. Ahead is probably the most dangerous, unpredictable, and at the same time, important decade since the end of World War II. He made no mention of Russia's battlefield setbacks of recent months or his escalation in response, such as calling up hundreds of thousands of reservists, which has led to thousands of men fleeing abroad. Leaders in Kiev dismissed his speech as fighting on the ground appears to have slowed in recent days, with Ukrainian officials saying tough terrain and bad weather had held up their main advance in the southern Kherson province. Russia has ordered the evacuations of civilians from the region it holds, but Kiev said Russia is reinforcing the area with freshly called up reservists. Putin on Thursday repeated Russia's latest allegation that Ukraine was planning to use a so-called dirty bomb to spread nuclear material, which the United States, Britain and France have called transparently false. Meanwhile, Kiev said Russia was pressing ahead with a campaign to destroy critical infrastructure ahead of the winter with drone and missile strikes. A senior Russian foreign ministry official also warned this week that Western commercial satellites could become targets for Russia if they determined them to be involved in the war in Ukraine. The White House Thursday vowed any attack on U.S. infrastructure would be met with a response. North Korea fired two short-range ballistic missiles off its east coast on Friday, the latest in a record year of missile tests. That's according to South Korea's military. Although details such as the missile's flight range weren't immediately available. The South's Joint Chiefs of Staff said its soldiers are maintaining full readiness posture following the launch. South Korean troops have wrapped up nearly two weeks of field drills with their American counterparts. While both allies are set to kick off air exercises next week. The allies say the exercises are defensive and needed to counter the North's threats. Friday's missile launch comes four days after North and South Korea exchanged warning shots off the west coast, accusing each other of breaching the maritime borders. There are fears that Pyongyang may begin its first nuclear test since 2017. North Korea has said its recent missile launches were in protest of U.S.-South Korea joint exercises, which it says are provocative and a rehearsal for an invasion. You're up to date. Check back later as stories develop. This is real-time business. Here's Steve Beatty, EY's financial service cryptocurrency risk leader on the crypto market. It goes beyond just the value of cryptocurrency and its volatility. It actually is a new way of transacting business with new technologies to offer more frictionless experiences for the customers and to operate globally. EY Financial Services can help you stay focused on the future of financial services, one that is stronger, fairer, and more sustainable. For more insights, go to ey.com. From Fox News at 3.06 a.m. today. Election day is fast approaching. I'm Laura Cantor, Fox News. With the midterm elections eight days from now, candidates are hitting the campaign trail. At a rally at Florida's Ave Maria University, Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis discussing the ineffectiveness of crime policies in Democrat-run cities. In New York, you go commit these criminal offenses and they let you out without any bail. So people victimize their fellow New Yorkers and then before they even go into court, they're committing more crime. 
Congressman Sean Patrick Maloney, who is chairman of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, tells CBS's Face the Nation that Democrats have effective plans to tackle crime. We have a plan for safer streets, supporting good policing and attacking gun violence, which is so much of the problem. Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle denouncing the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, what, Paul Pelosi, and their San Francisco residents. Here's Florida Republican Senator Rick Scott on ABC's on This Week. We've got to figure out how to bring our country back together where we have a civil conversation and, you know, we have no violence. I mean, what happened to Paul Pelosi is despicable. It's unacceptable. The suspect, 42-year-old David DePape, is scheduled to be arraigned Tuesday and is facing charges, including attempted homicide and elder abuse. Grain exports from Ukraine now restricted due to Russia's blockade at Ukrainian Black Sea ports. Western leaders condemning Russia's actions, including President Biden. Warns the cutoff of urgently needed grain exports could increase world hunger. Moscow claims it... Elderly abuse. These are the people you have running our country right now. Elderly people who are too old to understand what it's like to live as an average American in this country. Not black, not white, an average American. Suspended a UN brokered deal to allow the safe passage of grain ships because Ukrainian drones attacked Russia's fleet on the Black Sea. Ukraine denies the attack, accusing Russia of waging hunger games.